did Jesus mean? It is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. That's the topic of our next discussion. Join us now. everyone. How you doing? Welcome to the Close to His Heart podcast. I'm here with Kathy Wabick. I'm John Tomasello from the Holy Face Ministry. Um, we have some really uh, great things to talk about. Uh, we're actually going to reference Sunday's gospel passage from this past Sunday, which was we're in October of 2021. <laughs> For anyone <laughs> right. who watches this later. Um, but how you doing, Kathy? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We're going to talk about the eye of the needle. Yeah, such a, a great, one. such a great passage. Um, and, I, and I myself didn't really understand this. So till, you know, till a little recently to really get into what Jesus was saying about the eye. Let me just read the one verse we're talking about. Okay. okay. Um, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. So what is the eye of the needle? So what I didn't realize is um, there is, in Jerusalem, there's a gate called the eye of the needle. And so mm -hmm. I actually have a picture of it. And so what it is, is when the larger gate um, into Jerusalem closes at night, if you want to get through after hours, so to speak, there's a, a smaller gate. It's called the eye of the needle. And I have a picture here. I'll try to show it. So the smaller gates would see the larger gates closed. And then at night, um, the eye of the needle opens that, that smaller gate. And so if somebody has to get in after hours, so to speak, in the middle of the night, uh, the camel has to take everything off his back. Like all that has to get shed before the camel get, can get through the eye of the needle. So basically, you know, Jesus is saying, um, we can't enter into heaven, heaven with all our riches. Like all that has to get shed. You know, like, can you really, all our baggage, like camel's got baggage on the back of his back, right? <laughs> right. All that has to get shed, all our baggage, all the things we're attached to, um, that's what Jesus is saying. It's, it's not easy to get, right. to get through that gate. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's small. <laughs> so let's so, talk um, about that. Yeah. So before we go more, I got to just say what I always thought, and I've talked to some people about this, and I think this is what almost everybody thinks is when Jesus said, it's easier for a camel to get through an eye of the needle. We're picturing a needle right. that we sew with and the eye of the needle is where the thread goes. Well, how are you going to get a camel through that? It's impossible. Exactly. And I think we always just, I always just thought, okay. And, and of course, Jesus says, this is for man, this is impossible, but for God, all things are possible. That's when Jesus says this, because the you know apostles do say who can be saved if these are the conditions. But I always envisioned that in my head. I didn't know there was a real life place. <laughs> I know, <in> Jerusalem. right? <laughs> you know, I, you and I both just learned this a couple months ago. And yeah. so we thought it would be good since it came up as the gospel to, in, on Sunday to share this little bit of knowledge that we learned. 
And um, it really makes a difference when you think of it this way. So there's an actual message here. The message is not only you can't get to heaven on your own. You need God to get you to heaven. You know what I mean? That is a mm -hmm. part of the message. If you don't know this thing about this doorway, you <laughs> miss the other message. There's two messages here. The other message is you got to shed things. You have, like you said right in the beginning, there, there's baggage and attachments and anger and maybe forgiveness that needs to happen on our part, on our free will that, that will allow these right. things to, to go. Well, that will allow our salvation to go. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah and, and, and thinking about that, like it, this is a really good meditation, this pat, this uh, passage, because, oh, yeah. you know, you meditate on what your baggage is, you know, today during our holy hour, we, I read this passage from St. Faustina and, and I want to read it because um, she brings in self-denial and it, and she brings in grace. And I think, you know, for me, the, the way to shed some of this baggage is, is um, take it to our Lord. I need his grace. This isn't mm -hmm. easy. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's great to say you're going to do it, but I think you need God's grace to do it. Don't you? Oh, of course. Yeah. Let me, let me read you this passage. It's um, 392 from St. Faustina's diary. The Lord grants his graces in two ways, by inspiration and by enlightenment. If we ask God for grace, he will give it to us. But let us be willing to accept it. Ah, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. And in order to accept it, self-denial is needed. Love does not consist in words or feelings, but in deeds. It is an act of the will. It is a gift. That is to say, <clears throat> a giving. The reason, the will, the heart, these three faculties must be exercised during prayer. I will rise from the dead in Jesus, but first I must live in him. If I do not separate myself from the cross, then the gospel will be revealed in me. Jesus in me makes up for all my deficiencies. His grace operates without ceasing. The Holy Trinity grants me its life abundantly by the gift of the Holy Spirit. The three divine persons live in me. When God loves, he loves with all his being, with all the power of his being. If God has loved me in this way, how should I respond? I, his spouse. And so that, that made me think about this passage. You know, God loves me with this amazing love, then how should I respond to that? And I should respond by asking for his grace to remove this baggage, right? Grace for God to reveal it to me, what that is. Right. You know, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. It's, um, this, these passages are reading kind of do get to the point of the reality that it's not really easy to follow Jesus all the time, <laughs> right? right? I think it, a lot of people, particularly in our modern society, have this quote-unquote theology that, well, if I'm going to fo start following Jesus, everything's going to be great all the time, <laughs> right? You know, and you even hear people preach that way at times, and mm -hmm. um yeah, no, it's not really the way it is. It doesn't just take away all of our earthly problems. It doesn't just, he doesn't just miraculously take away all of our faults and weaknesses and attachments. Now he can, 
And there are times where maybe he can do that or does do that. But overall, there's a lot of work we he requires us to do. Like yeah, you said, and, to receive all that grace. Right. And I, I know we talk about this in our ministry quite a bit. It, and Faustina talked about self-denial, you yeah. know, dying to self and, and detaching ourselves from things um, that we can't take to heaven. Right. So I always ask this question, you know, if, if, if all of your things were taken away from you, mm. you know, all of these things that make your life so comfortable, if they were gone, mm-hmm. would you be okay with that? Right. And, and so you have to truly mean it. You know, I, <laughs> right. I could do, can I, you know, do without the home I live in? Can I, can I be in something smaller? Can I be with less clothes? Can I be without that jewelry? Can I, can mm-hmm. I be without, can I be, can I be, can I do it for Christ? Um, if he's asking me to, that's the question, right? Right. Right. Oh, of course. Yeah. Because, you know, we can be attached to a lot of things, including people, right. You know, we're letting, letting go and let God, right. And, and right. all things, right. Even people, right. There can be attachment to self, to your own desires, your own wants. Exactly. Maybe it's not even something you have. Maybe it's something you want that you're praying for, you know what I mean? Different things like that. And he, his question right. is, if I don't let you have this, will you still love me? Right. You know, and that's, that's kind of what this is about, you know? Um, yeah, that's the thing. He's, he, you know, <clears throat> he's not saying, oh, you rich people, because you have all, all of this, you can't get to heaven. That's really not right. what he's saying. It's actually very little about what he's saying. <laughs> exactly. People look right. at that and think, oh, dear, you know, what if, what if somebody is wealthy and they read that and they think, well, well I can't get to heaven because right. I have wealth. Right. It, it right. doesn't mean that. Right. Uh, it, it means... Can you not be attached to that wealth? Right. And at the time of your death, can you say truly, Lord, don't need any of that? And even not only at the time of your death, but through life, throughout life. Right. Can you say, I'm not attached to that item, that thing, that car, that house, truly not attached to it. And this is why um, one of the greatest practices you can do, spiritual practices, is fasting. Mm-hmm. fasting or abstaining from something whether it, you know the traditional way is food but it could be abstaining from tv right. <laughs> or social media or you know what i mean just taking those times even if it's just every once in a while that's how you temper yourself you give yourself temperance you give yourself patience to detach from some of those things that maybe deep down you know you like to enjoy a lot or you know that maybe you have a little bit of an attachment to and you know what else I thought sense? about this door, John? Like, um, so let's look at this picture again. You know yeah. what else I thought about this door? So that camel, he's got to fit through there. So what does he have to do once all the baggage is removed? Make himself smaller. Yeah, right? He's got to shrink down and crawl yeah. almost, right. make himself little. Right. Um, and that is all part of dying to self, right? Is right. making ourselves small before and others. And that's what... That's what Jesus said. In order to enter the kingdom of heaven, you must die to yourself. You know, it doesn't mean kill yourself, right? Obviously, it means interiorly. This is all about the interior of our hearts and souls. And yeah. um, to deny yourself or uh, die to yourself is all these things we're talking about. That's the message. It connects to all of that, which is um, honestly, it's one of it's the hardest 
maybe the most difficult thing any of us will ever do is this journey of self-denial mm-hmm. and detachment from things and being able to make ourselves smaller. Because in our society, we are told from the time we're a little kid to make yourself big, right, be successful, right. you know, accomplish things, you know. Be great you, and be. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. Um, live your best life, Kathy. I'm sorry. And then, you know, just <laughs> stuff like that. And, and in reality, Jesus says, don't live a bad life. But he says, no, make yourself smaller before him. So how do we do that? So how do we do that? I mean, for me, if I look at that, um, how do I do that? For me, um, I can only do it through his grace because he has to help me. Number one, he has to reveal what those things are. But then as he reveals them, I need his help to be able to do that. Right? Oh, yeah. So how do, so like, what suggestions would you give to people if they say, okay, well, I want to work on my baggage and I want to work at removing my baggage. Well, I, from, you know, if you're doing that, my thought would be the first question is go to Jesus in prayer. Everything starts Mm -hmm. in prayer and ask him what needs to be removed. See, this is another, this is another level. We can go into it and say, I'm going to remove this thing about my, my bag. (laughs) Well, no, you're still trying to take control. A big part of this self-denial or the removal of this, the, the ability to fit through the eye of the needle is. Let God take more control. So let him tell you or let him direct you to the thing that he would like you to let go of, yeah. whatever that might be. Does that kind of make sense? It makes sense. And then be ready, right? right. Because he right. will do it. Right. He will do right. it. And, um, and it's not easy sometimes. Right. Right. But I will say in the beginning, when you first start doing this, he's gentle with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. He starts <laughs> with the little things, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. and then it goes to bigger things. And when I say bigger things, I mean, it could even be people. How can we be yeah. attached to people? Well, if we're controlling them, right? Yeah, right. If, if there's lots of ways we can be attached to people. Right. So to detach from them and let God do his will in and through them without us interfering at all. Yeah. That's right. the detachment because sometimes we can get too involved. Mm-hmm. in other people's lives and try to control them and try to judge them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these are things that he's asking us to work on. Right. 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 Absolutely. And like you said, and like Jesus said, for man, for woman, this is impossible. <laughs> right. For us, it's impossible. We need God's grace in order. Kathy, we need, we need God's grace to take the next breath. Right. I mean, he is in con- exactly. that much in control. We just sometimes don't perceive it the way we should. <laughs> so yeah. it's the recognition of his utter love, control, mercy, you know, power that is the right. first step to all of this. Yeah. And what does uh, what does Faustina say here? These two words. He grants his graces in two ways, by inspiration and by enlightenment. Mm-hmm. And isn't that true? Like you said, take it to prayer. Right. Because he will, number one, he'll enlighten you. Mm-hmm. And then he will inspire you to want to make the change. Right. Uh, for me right. anyways, he'll enlighten me by what that vice is or baggage is that I have to be removed. And, and then he'll give me the, um, the inspiration to want to do it. Mm-hmm. But yes, Lord, I want, to, I want to remove that. That is ugly. I don't like it. Yeah. I want it off my back, but I need yeah. your help. But he gives you that inspiration, like she said. But then how would we accept it? 
We accept it, St. Faustina said, through self-denial. Right. Yeah, that's how we, that's how we accept his grace, self-denial. Dying to self. We talk about that a lot in our, in our podcasts, you know, this dying to self. Somebody just pulled into the parking lot. I'm not sure who it is, but um, if you saw lights flashing, it was a vehicle coming through here. <laughs> so um, self-denial is just such a big, you can't actually really follow Jesus for real without it. That's why we talk about it so much, you know, right. Right. Um, it is, it's a requirement. Yeah. Jesus says it himself. <laughs> you, know? And you know what? It's we're all human, but guess what? When Jesus lived here on earth, this is what he worked on with the apostles, right? Right. 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 These right. are things that he, he taught them. And I'm sure it wasn't easy for them because they were human too. So mm -hmm. they had to work on these things, but they had the master right there, right in yeah. before them. Right. They had the master right there teaching them this stuff. So we do too, mm -hmm. you know, in the Eucharist, if you, a great way to, to take this into prayer is to go to adoration, go right before him in adoration, right? Absolutely. And talk that about is this the with best, him. best way. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and go to the sacraments. Like, um, as you start to do this and you start to see in yourself your baggage, <laughs> because you're opening <laughs> yeah. yourself up to seeing it, you're going to recognize more, um, clearly the need for not just going to mass but confession you know reconciliation but, i'm just gonna say that he's gonna show you your sins right in a more clear right. merciful way he shows you your sins oh, with mercy absolutely. yep but he brings them right before you yeah yeah so that's a and, good point you need to go to confession when that happens yeah yeah and but doing that isn't just we don't just go to confession as a transaction to get forgiven right sometimes we can see it that way i'm gonna go <laughs> right. i'm gonna do this god the priest is gonna go like this and i'm gonna be good <laughs> it's at, in that sacrament it actually gives us this grace that kathy and i are talking about this right. grace to be able to deny yourself to be able to let go of your baggage to be able to do it. that's from those two sacraments reconciliation and communion that's mm -hmm. where you get the grace from more than anywhere else. So to go before him in adoration just adds to that overall picture. And it's just, he's right. the solution. He's the Absolutely. answer. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So when I die, I want to enter through that eye of the needle with nothing. <laughs> just open arms to go to Jesus, right? Right, right. Yeah. And that's another thing. The less baggage you have at that moment of death <laughs> right. probably the better <laughs> but less know, purgatory time right, right? exactly and, and I well, what did Therese say point. about that we shouldn't even think we're going there right we should right. say we're going right to heaven right Jesus right. the elevator to Jesus his arms let him just swoop down and pick you up and take you right up there right right, right? yeah but to do that we have to work on it now right and that's one of the reasons I love Therese because what is she all about is littleness Yep. Small. Yeah, make make yourself little before God. Right. That's the way. Simplicity. The, yep. Yep. That's the elevator instead of the stairway. I like elevator. I, I think of that often, you know, to live a simpler life. You know, mm -hmm. smaller home, less things, less clothes. <laughs> How simple. Like like the lives of hermits and monks. Hmm. What do they just have probably one or two changes of clothes? 
they, they live such a simple life and then they can give their entire heart and soul to God in that lifestyle. There's, there's freedom in that too. Not necessarily saying we should go become hermits, but, <laughs> but what I mean is the detachment from, let's just use clothes as an example. Detachment from clothes isn't really a detachment from clothes. It's a detachment from vanity. True. Right. It, there are these yes. underlying uh, movements of our heart. That's what we're trying to get to. The material thing is actually a symptom of the interior thing. Did mm-hmm. that make sense? It That's does make sense. There. So um, mm-hmm. I've done that at times too. I think you know, like I'm not like a huge shopper, but I'll be like, oh, I like that shirt, or you know what I mean. And then I, I like I run it through my mind. You know, like I already have like more shirts than I can wear by the time I do laundry I don't even wear all the shirts I have right you know what I mean why am but you I know even... but there's nothing wrong with buying that shirt no, take one of your own nothing wrong with it you're donate right it. you're right that's there's what I do wrong. see if there's something you see like that that you like well then buy that shirt but just take one of your older shirts and donate right. it to the poor yeah. right are you saying my shirts so are old no I'm just kidding <laughs> Um, no, my but, new shirts, but, John. But my my point is more just there's a freedom in the thought of like, do I really need to impress anybody with this? You know what I mean? Like it's just kind of when I'm up getting ready in the morning, I'm happier on the days where I'm like not worrying about how I look that day, if that makes any sense. I mean, mm-hmm. I brush my teeth. Don't get me wrong. I, you know what I mean? Like you got to do the, you know. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. It's. But sometimes yeah. we do have to do those things. We can't go out looking like doom and gloom either. Well, well, no, um, of course. I mean, I mean, yeah, especially there's... like with women putting on makeup. If if I didn't have a little makeup on, John, you would think something was seriously wrong with me. <laughs> you would have me on the prayer list thinking, Kathy's I don't believe Ill. it. No, so <laughs> women have to put sometimes a little makeup under their eyes to get rid of the black dark, which is true because you don't want right. to look and like you're really there really isn't anything wrong with any of that. I was just right. coming up with an example of we can yeah. be too attached to those. We things. can go That's overboard. An example. We can go right. overboard. Right. With that, with right. Overboard with the jewelry. I mean, it's right. okay to have, but, but we can be overboard with some of this stuff. Of course. Right. There's, there's with anything. We can with be. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, it's what's great about this gospel passage. And I love how Faustina's passage 392 uh, fits in really well. It's like you said, it's um, an opportunity to ponder something. There's some, there's more here than just reading this passage. Like we can take this passage to prayer and really grow in what St. Catherine of Siena calls self-knowledge. Mm-hmm. I mean, she just writes about self-knowledge a lot and self-knowledge is the foundation of humility. That's what she says. So um, to grow in self-knowledge and understanding how we can grow and how we can get closer to our Lord is just such an epic step in this journey of Christianity. And um, this passage, if you take time with it, just it can be one of those kind of like change your life sort of situations. Which the is, scripture passage or Faustina's diary, both actually. Both really, both really. But I was referring right. to the scripture passage, you know. Yeah. But Faustina's. Yeah passage just complements it really well you know right right because the end of his his her passage she says if god loves me in this way then how Mm. should i respond that's another one how am i responding how am i responding (laughs) right yeah right 
how should I be responding and how am I responding? Right, right. That was a powerful reflection for me. We could do another whole podcast on that. God gives it, God loves us with all the power of his being. Think about that. Do I yeah. love God with all the power of my being? I don't know. I don't think we do. Claim that, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And that goes back. I don't think we can claim that, right? I don't think we can. But because we're sinful, we, myself included. Exactly. We're right. sinful. So it's right. in order to love him in that capacity, we have to do what Faustina did, and that was die to self. Right. And then it goes back to the camel with the, the eye of the needle. Right. Correct. Yeah. Great. Yeah, a lot of good stuff here. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we, of course, always appreciate it, but we're doing this in the service of our Lord. And so we pray for you that you receive from this message, whatever he would want you to receive. Um, please take the time to take this to prayer and see what God does with it. That's, that's really what we're here to do. We're looking to get closer to him. Um, but if you like anything you saw, please like it, please share it. You know, um, Jesus likes thumbs up on these videos. <laughs> I, I heard, I heard that somewhere. And, uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, subscribe to our channel, all that kind of stuff. It's all there. Um, and anything else? Am I missing anything? Oh, but we can end with a prayer. Okay. Yeah. And end with a prayer. It. Okay. Go ahead. Sure. In the name of the father and the son of the Holy spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for uh, giving us the opportunity to talk about this. We thank you for your teaching that you gave us while on earth, all written in the scriptures. And we thank you for the teaching you give us in our hearts currently during our times of prayer, during the mass, during the sac through the sacraments. And um, we ask you to guide us always in our hearts to grow closer to you. Please show us what it is that may be holding us back in this growth. Um, please do it gently. <laughs> and um, we ask you to supply for us the grace to, um, to let go of what might need to be let go of and to give to you the things that um, you would like to take care of for us, but we hold on to. And um, we ask it all through the intercession of our dear mother, Mary, and her spouse, St. Joseph, and in your most holy and precious name, Jesus, we trust in you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay. Thank you, everyone. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. God bless.